Nowadays, there's stuff, and there's stuff you don't need to know. A podcast that talks about geek and nerd culture and brings you the things that you want to hear about. Everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and once again, I am opening the doors to Black Belt Theater. I know it's been a while, but given everything that's going on nowadays uh, with quarantining and everything, I actually found a good chunk of my old DVD collection. I had a lot of kung fu films in there, as well as some other films, action films, foreign films, westerns, a lot. And uh, I'll definitely be talking about these films really as time goes on. But I figured it's been a while since I did Black Belt Theater, so why not? reopen the doors and let's talk about probably one of the best martial arts films out there and i know i say that a lot but if you've never seen this film it's it's definitely a good one to see it is a sequel you don't need to see the first one although i would highly recommend seeing the first one but this is drunken master 2 or as it was known over here the legend of the drunken master this film came out in 1994 and of course it stars the legendary jackie chan now 1994 so at that time jackie chan was 40 years old some people might say well 40 years old that's kind of like maybe just a little bit past prime if you watch this film you will not believe that this man is 40 years old uh, the stuff that he does i loved drunken master it was a great film this one, I don't want to say this one blows it out of the water, but this one is really definitely probably, this is probably one of my favorite Jackie Chan films. And I know I say that a lot and I know I talk about a lot of his films, but this is an incredible film. And the reason it's an incredible film is really not so much for the story. Um, just like in the first one, you know, you're not really watching it for the story. You're watching it for the action where the first film had excellent 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 fight choreography this film has incredible fight choreography as well as amazing action when jackie chan made uh the first drunken master film you know that was 1978 he was really new to the scene there so people really weren't aware of his gifts and what he was able to do 1994 he's already an established star in hong kong in asia he's starting to get noticed over here in the u.s so people really knew what he could do physically and it really really shows i mean that's the difference between drunken master and legend of drunken master is there's a lot more stunt work there's a lot more action um like i said the fight scenes in both movies are absolutely incredible but i would have to give the edge to the fight scenes in legend of drunken master just because I feel that Jackie Chan is given a lot more free reign to do what he does best. You know, at this point in his career, he's calling the shots. Um, he's uncredited as as one of the directors, you know, for this film. I am sure that he was the stunt coordinator. I am sure that he was the fight coordinator. Like I said, at this point in his career, he knew how to choreograph a fight scene. He knew how to film a fight scene. And it really, really shows. Again, I'm not taking anything away from Drunken Master, but Legend of Drunken Master is you really see Jackie Chan at probably his 
best. And again, you're not coming here for the story. The story is pretty, pretty simple. He's still playing the same character, Wang Fei Hong, who is the drunken master. Now, Wang, Wang Fei Hong, excuse me, was he was a hero uh, in Cantonese folklore. He was a real person. He was a physician. He practiced martial arts. He practiced acupuncture. Uh, so this is a very, 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 very fictionalized version of that character. Uh, he played it in the first film. He plays it, like I said, he plays him in this film. But it's kind of like taking place in two different time periods. So it's sort of like two different looks at this character. So it's not exactly a direct sequel from the first film. But like I said, that doesn't really matter. Um, really what it is is, again, he's really just trying to protect sort of the political and cultural integrity of China. Uh, this film takes place at the turn of the 20th century, so the very early 1900s, when colonialism and imperialism is really starting to try to spread into China. And, you know, Jackie Chan's character is really trying to fight that. You know, he's, he's a folk hero, basically, here, uh, standing up for, you know, the people of China, basically. So that's really kind of, you know, kind of the basic, basic plot here in this film. You're coming for the action. You're coming for the fight. You're coming for the stunt work. And of course, you're coming for that world famous, you know, what's the big stunt? What's the big stunt that Jackie Chan is going to do in this film? It is an absolutely amazing stunt. Um, people might say, well, compared to some of his other ones, like Rumble in the Bronx, Police Story, uh, Super Cop, and things like that, maybe this one doesn't compare to those. But you're not gonna go. You're not gonna go out and try this. Uh, what he does, and when we get to the final fight scene, because that's when he does it. You're not gonna do this at home. You shouldn't do this at home. So don't go thinking that this is some simple stunt. I mean. It takes a lot of nerve to do, you know, the things that Jackie Chan does. And, and especially in this film, this big final stunt that he does. I mean, it takes a lot of nerve. It takes a lot of courage, but yet he does it. So why you're coming, why are you watching this film? Like I said, you know, he's definitely the fight coordinator. He's definitely the stunt coordinator. He's one of the directors of this film. So you, you can see his handiwork all over it. Um, the way Jackie Chan loves to fill fights, I'm the drunken master. The way Jackie Chan loves to film fight scenes is, you know, he doesn't do quick cuts. He doesn't do, he doesn't speed it up and then slow it down and make himself look faster than he is. Now, he does use slow motion in his fights, but he uses it to really emphasize points and he doesn't overdo it. One of my big gripes about, you know, other martial arts films out there, uh, I hate to say it, especially martial arts films made in America is an overuse, overuse of slow motion, um, relying on tricky angles, uh, really hiding the fact that the actors aren't exactly martial artists. Jackie Chan is a martial artist. Uh, you know, the people that he fights here, you know, members of his stunt team, they're all trained in martial arts. So these guys know what they're doing. We don't have to hide anything. We don't have to use quick cuts. We don't have to use tricky camera angles. We don't need to slow things down, speed things up. You know, what you see is what you get. And when you watch the fights here, you know, you're going to see that. Uh, a lot of long shots, a lot of single takes. Um, you know, the action is really, really highlighted. I mean, is there some wire work and things like that in here to get some of these fight moves and, and stunts going? Yeah, there is. It's hidden really, really well. But again, it's not overdone. It's not overused. This isn't like, you know, like how they say like uh, early 
or midway through his career, Jet Li did a lot of wire work films. You know, you don't get that here. I mean, yes, he probably relies on it for one or two simple tricks, but really other than that, again, what you see is what you get. The other reason you're coming to see this film is, and I've said it before and I will say it again, Jackie Chan is probably one of the greatest physical comedians out there, and it really, really comes through. We all know his background. You know, he studied uh, Chinese opera, so he learned how to act. He learned how to sing. He learned how to dance. He learned acrobatics. He learned martial arts. He learned how to fight. Uh, you know, he really, 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 really learned all these things. But he really wanted to make his films better. He really wanted to make his characters better. And the thing is, is when he burst onto the scene, you know, the era of Bruce Lee was over. Bruce Lee had passed away, but Hong Kong cinema was looking for the next Bruce Lee. You know, they had caught lightning in a bottle with Bruce Lee and they wanted to replicate that. They wanted to do it again. And Jackie Chan's big thing was, is he's like, you know, he was, you know, Bruce was an amazing martial artist. He, he takes nothing away from that. But he says the guy was way too serious. He said, you know, when people, when people fight, they're not invincible. They're not, you know, um, you know, invincible, uh, invulnerable, you know, when you block or you miss or, you know, you get hit, it does hurt. And that's one of the reasons why I really, really love his films is, yes, he's the hero. Yes, he's going to win. But a lot of times you see him in fights not winning. You see him getting beat up. You see him, you know, hitting a bigger guy and then, you know, backing off and shaking his hand with a look of pain, like an exaggerated look of pain on his face. This is a guy that studied Charlie Chaplin. He studied Buster Keaton. You know, he really wanted to learn about physical comedy, and it really, really shows. And, I, and like I said, 1994, the guy's 40 years old. He has so many, at this point in his career, he has so many films under his belt. He really, really knows what he's doing. And that's why I think this is probably one of his greatest films ever, probably next to uh, Wheels on Meals, which is a film that I did talk about maybe a year or two ago. Uh, if you haven't checked out Wheels on Meals with him and Sammo Hung and, and Young Bao, definitely check that out because that is probably, I think, the final fight here in Legend of Drunken Master is just as good as the final fight in Wheels on Meals where um, Jackie Chan has a showdown with uh, Benny the Jet or Kida's. Absolutely amazing showdown. Absolutely amazing fight. Probably just as good as the final fight here in Legend of Drunken Master. So basically, when you're watching this film, there's really kind of like three or four really big action sequences, three or four really big fights. There's sort of his initial fight with a group of thugs um, where we see him powering up uh, by drinking alcohol. Um, it's a great fight. It's a great intro fight. Later on in a tea house, uh, you know, he and a friend are attacked by a gang of axe-wielding thugs known as the Axe Gang. This is an incredible fight. Um, a lot of martial arts. Jackie Chan fights with sticks of bamboo that eventually kind of splinter, and he ends up using it almost like as a giant fan or a giant broom, uh, trapping weapons in it, you know, whacking people out of windows, really holding off a gang of about 30, 40, 50 axe wielding thugs. I mean, it's absolutely amazing, but it's that final fight. Um, if you go on YouTube and you look for Legend of Drunken Master Final Fight, it's about. I believe it's about 10 to 15 minutes long and it is absolutely incredible i mean again there's no trick photography here there's no yeah there's no wire work there's no hidden 
angles and 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 yes there are some slow motion elements in it but again it's used very very sparingly and it really you know accentuates the fight you know it's not overdone at all and again like i said you know with his fights and with his acting ability especially his comedic acting ability the first half of this fight he's losing <laughs> okay he's getting beaten up you you see you know these exaggerated looks of pain on his face you get his big stunt here this fight takes place uh in an iron foundry a steel foundry and you see a bed of hot coals it's probably about 10 feet long i mean you see the flames on this thing and at one point uh, you know, Jackie Chan gets knocked onto it on his back and he crawls across it on his back. Now they do do it in slow motion. So it takes about 10 seconds. You know, the reality of it is, is he probably scampered across it in about three seconds. Um, no fireproof suit, no covering for his hands, his feet for, for anything. Um, as he always does in his films, if you watch the uh, end credits, <coughs> excuse me, if you watch the end credits, you know, you will see kind of like the outtakes, the bloopers and whatnot, and you will see him do this stunt and you will see the second he gets off that bed of hot coals, they pretty much douse him with like three or four fire extinguishers. I mean, this was for real. I mean, he suffered burns doing this. Um, but when you see him actually do this, you know, you, you see him crawl across on his back, this bed of like flaming coals. Um, he rolls off of it and then the villain kicks him and he f rolls down a set of stairs, falls off a platform onto his back. I mean, this guy, <laughs> this guy's a nut job. Uh, I mean, granted, it's not some jump from a helicopter. It's not jumping from one building to another. Uh, it's not sliding down a pole in a mall like he did in Police Story, but <laughs> you're not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Uh, but he does it. He does it because he knows, you know, people are looking for the big stunt. And this is the big stunt. But this final fight is absolutely incredible. Like I said, the first half of the film, you know, I'm sorry. First half of the fight, he's he's losing. Um, he crawls across this bed of hot coals. He gets knocked down. All looks lost. Then he finds some alcohol. And like the title of the film says, you know, this is the legend of the drunken master. You know, he powers up with his alcohol um, and you get an incredible fight. And again, you know, it's two gifted martial artists going at it. It's two guys that really know how to do stunt work and, and fights. And, you know, not only is it like this excellent display of athletic and, and martial arts ability. I mean, his acting really does come through his physical acting. Um, you know, the expressions that he makes when, um, he kind of gets this drunken rage and then as he's fighting and all the different drunken styles come out and unlike the first film where he kind of calls them out and he, and he, you know, says what they are, he just goes right through them. So he does do, uh, like he did in the first one, he does do the drunken maiden, uh, where he makes the girly face. He flirts a little bit. I mean, it's very, very funny during this very, very serious fight. Um, again, this is probably, you know, you know, in, 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 if I were to rank Jackie Chan films, I mean, this is in my top five, this is my top three. Um, Jackie Chan films and martial arts films in general. I mean, this is this is a top 10 film um, action films. This is a top 10 film. I mean, this is just an amazing film. Uh, like I said, you know, it's very, very light on plot, but that's not what you're coming here for. You're coming here to see Jackie Chan. You're coming here to see him fight. You're coming to get a good laugh when he does his drunken boxing early on and he's, you know, just having a lot of fun with it. Uh, you're coming for the big action sequences. You're looking for the stunts. I mean, 
You see him falling downstairs. You see him falling off platforms. <laughs> you know, you see it. There's no cutaway, and then he's just laying there. You see him fall. You see him take the fall. This is what he does, and this is why he's one of the best. So definitely, if you haven't seen Drunken Master 2, also known as Legend of Drunken Master, find it, watch it. You will not regret it at all. Guys, thanks for listening. Do me a favor. Head on over to Instagram. Stuff you don't need to know is there. I post pictures about the content that I talk about. This is Jay, and I will talk to you guys later. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. In Nashville, Tennessee, pal, I'm the man.